Good evening, everyone. Just welcoming you to Cornerstone, Cornerstone Deliverance Church. Underneath the leadership of our founder, our overseer, and our senior pastor, Apostle Asia Francis. Just want to welcome you and thank you for taking this time out on your Tuesday evening to take this journey with us. As we are taking, the, we have accepted the challenge, and I am so excited that you did accept the challenge to upgrade. It is a time to upgrade and move forward in our personal walk with the Lord. And so we want you to know that we are going to um, get right into the Word of God tonight and pick up where we left off last week. And we want you to know that you are in a safe place. And think it, you are safe to get closer to Jesus. And that's, that's what our goal is for each and every one on the line, including myself. Amen. And so we um, want you to know that the Lord is he's delivering his people in this season in more practical, simple instructions. And it, it, and it all involves the word of God. It's, it's nothing complex. It's nothing hard. It's, it's just simple to the T, just getting in the Word of God. And so we're going to do that this evening, and I don't want to take a long time into anything else because we do have a full lesson for tonight. So let us go before the Lord in prayer. I'm your, I'm your host, Prophetess Maggie. I always forget to say that. I'm, I'm Prophetess Maggie here with Cornerstone Deliverance Church. And uh, let's go before the Lord. Almost heavenly gracious Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this evening. We thank you for your time, to, giving our time to you tonight, Lord God, that we would not um, become, uh, we would hear your voice tonight, Lord God. We pray that it would move any, any obstacles, any distractions, any blockages tonight, Lord God, you will remove it, Lord God. We want to get a clear understanding of your word, Lord God, so that we can upgrade in this season, that you can continue to move us forward, Lord God, in our walk. So we yield to you tonight, Lord God. We surrender to you this evening as we have accepted the challenge, Lord God, and we thank you for allowing us to see that this was this disruption was not a bad disruption, but it was a, an invitation for realignment. So we thank you for allowing us to accept the invitation as we go before you tonight, Lord God. We pray that they don't hear my voice, but they hear the voice, your voice, Lord God, and they are able not to just be hearers, but we are able to be doers of your word. It is in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Like I stated before, my name is Prophetess Maggie. I'm the facilitator and the host for this uh, series that we're doing, A Time to Upgrade. Amen. And we, we accepted the challenge over the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about what the upgrade it is. It's an interruption, an interruption, interruption necessary for course correction and a more intimate relationship with our Savior. And so we know it's not punishment, but it's, it's preparation and realignment. Life-altering and defining moments will take place in your walk. And it's an invitation that we all accepted. And so upgrading, it takes, it takes a, a place to reposition, elevate, propel, meaning launching us forward into a stronger, wiser, and more anointed version of each one of us on the line, and each, even the ones that were here after the recording is released. And so we understand that the upgrade, it is it's for us to 
get a better relationship with God so that we can begin to live this better life. The word of God declares that we should be living. And so we, last week we, we spoke on uh, emotions. That was our week. Our lesson one was our emotions and feelings. And we, we have the five, the five areas of the upgrade challenge, which is desires, our emotions and our feelings, thinking, our thoughts, ideas, and views, availability, number three, our convenience and accessibility, four, perception, our awareness, understanding, and ability to hear. Five is our service, our willing obedience, and how we perform our function. Amen. So we understand that we're going to be tackling those five areas over the next couple of weeks as we move forward in this challenge. And we saw last week what, what triggers our emotions, um, what makes us emotional. Uh, how, are you able to control your emotions? And so we, we understood that what the Webster's Dictionary meant, but we wanted to understand what the biblical dictionary said about feelings. And feelings tell us about what we have value, our worth, and our importance, and believe, whether we accept something as true and to have a firm persuasion of anything. And what our desires are, yearning for, or our longing after. And so it puts us into week two, oh, lesson two, week three of the time to upgrade. And so tonight I will release the notes after the lesson. And the reason being releasing the notes is so that you can listen and you can take notes of your own notes so you can compare them to the notes that will be released for the lesson and move forward with your week and working on the, the questions that are in, those, uh, in the notes. Amen? And so uh, our lesson two is desires. Gaining control, gaining authority over our emotions. And so we, the word, if we take the time to read the word of God, it explains how God has given, we should be walking in authority. And God has given us emotions to enjoy life, but he wants us to operate in emotional stability. And it's one thing to be a, a Christian and be emotional and all over the place. But when we operate in emotional stability, meaning having authority and control over our emotions, gaining authority over your emotions will cause you to reach the purpose and call of God for your life. There are many times that we sit in the house of God and we are still stuck at the same place. And so what the Lord showed me with this upgrade, it is just not a change in it is it's a realignment, but he shows me he showed me that it is spiritual maturity. It's it's becoming mature. You you one day you're on in pampers, you're on a bottle, and twelve years from now you should not be on pampers drinking a bottle. I saw an interview on Instagram. This lady was 47 years old sucking a pacifier. That is dysfunctional. Amen? And we see in the body of Christ, we can be operating in all these gifts, 
but still lack maturity, lack maturity. We still lack growing up in the kingdom. And our God desires for us to function. We were created to function, not dysfunction. Amen? And so the question for tonight is, your life mastering you? Is your life mastering you? That's, that's one of our first questions tonight, so we can go forth into this lesson. The thought was, we all have emotions, but sometimes our emotions can have us. Sometimes our emotions can have us. And that's when you see the emotional roller coaster, where you're up one minute, down the next. You're, you're to the left one minute, you're to the right one minute. You don't know if you're going to get uh, Karen one minute and, or if you're going to get Patty the next. You, you really don't know what you're going to – you don't know what you, who you are at times, and people definitely don't know who you are at times. And so God is calling us to emotional stability, and we're going to see how we – have control, and we have authority based on the word of God. God created us to master life than be mastered by life. God created us to master life than for us to be mastered by life. We can master life instead of life mastering us. And that's a lot. Well, prophetess, what do you mean? Well, we're going to see tonight, based on the word of God, um, what this all means. We have some key scriptures that we're going to, we're going to use throughout this upgrade challenge. It's, it's the same scriptures because it, it really, the word, of these specific scriptures apply to where, what God desires to do in, into us. And that's 3 John verses 2. It says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way. And we learned that prosperity is just not financial gain. But the word says, I, that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well. And even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. So the Lord is, the word is telling us that we should be prospering in our health and we should be prospering in our soul. And so this area of taking control over our emotions will cause us to reach the purpose in the call of God, not just operating just in a gift, but the, pur- the true purpose, which is to prosper in health and in our soul. So we see tonight man and woman a man and woman have three parts. There are three parts to us. There's our spirit and we are spirit beings. Our soul, we possess a soul and our body, we live in a physical body. Our emotions are found in our soul, which is our thinker, the way we think, the way we see things, our feeler, the way we feel our feelings, our emotions, and our chooser, the decisions we make. It's, and we see with those three things, as a believer, 
it is very important that though that our soul is it, it is in the Lord that we we are doing things the way the Word of God declares that we should do, because if not, then you got an emotional roller coaster. The flesh. Now, when we 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 begin to talk about the flesh, yes, we're speaking of the physical body. That it's in some instances in the Word of God, it speaks of the physical body, but in Tonight's lesson, we're speaking of the flesh as our nature, our human nature, our carnal state, the carnality, a state of an unrenewed nature or mind, a mindset that rebels against God. And we ain't talking about your skin, but we're talking about a mindset tonight. And so the flesh is a mindset. And it will rebel against God. It, it ain't no, can it? Uh, maybe it will. No, it will. If it's given the opportunity to rebel, it will do that. It is the way of thinking and feeling which goes against the word of God. It's an opposition to God. So what you read in the word, the flesh is going to tell you, first of all, not to even get in your word. The flesh is going to give you excuses. Become sleepy. You're hungry. You got to go do this. You got to do that. Have you ever just noticed that when there's something that is good for you, your body, te- your, your mindset tells you to do the opposite, and your body will begin to react. Your body begins to manifest and start doing those things. It's because it's in opposition against God. It, it, it opposes you and I reaching the purpose in the call of, of our, that God has spoken and declared into us. So how does the flesh cause our emotions to respond and have control over the physical body? We, we know that God is powerful. We, we know that. But we have to understand that one thing I, I was sharing with someone the other day, they, they, they did not understand the power of the enemy. Now, the devil started off as an angel. So that means that the Lord had to create him. I mean, he was up there with God at one point, and he was cast out. So that means we know he's powerful, but we know that God is just far more powerful than that. So we want to understand that if our flesh, which is our mindset, is it's not renewed, and we're getting ready to get into what the renewal is, if it is not born again, it will be all over the place. It will have control over you. It will control your emotions which takes control over your physical body to cause it to start manifesting. So let us go to Romans 8 tonight. Romans 8. And I heard uh, Sister Nicole get on. I'm going to ask her if she can start Romans 8 verses 1, verses 1 through 8. Okay, let me find it here. Um, Romans chapter 8, 
Yes, ma'am. Verses one through eight. One through eight? Yes, ma'am. Um, well, let's see. I, I do have the King James Version. Should I grab the Okay. Other? Hold on. Let me grab the other one. You can read. You, you can, if you would like to read out of the King James, that's fine. Okay, because I do have another one here. Okay, um, well, I'll begin from the uh, King James Version. It says, There is therefore now nor no con- condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is immunity. Am I pronouncing that right? Against God, for it is not. What is that word? <laughs> enmity? In, 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 enmity. Enmity. Enmity against God for enmity. it is not subject. Enmity? <laughs> okay. I have to look that one up. Against God for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen. Amen. And the thank you, Sister Amen. Nicole. And the word of God is blessed. So we, 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 that scripture starts off by telling us, um, I mean, it, it, it breaks it down plain and simple and plain that because of this, we, we, we won't suffer the punishment of the sin that we've done. There, there's, no, um, there's no one going to hold this over your head because now we're born again. We've accepted salvation. We've realized that we've had, we accepted the Savior. We realized that he died on the cross. And so with him dying on the cross, it gave us, it gave us an opportunity to life. And we no longer have to, we no longer have to be punished and will be punished for those things that we've done. So we are now being delivered or rescued from the destruction, the calamity. And so the word, it starts in verse 2. It says, do not walk according to the flesh. It's given us clear instructions. We, we can't walk towards the flesh. I mean, that's just simple. We can't, we can't have a carnal state, an unrenewed nature, a mindset, and we're talking about the flesh, a mindset that rebels against God. We, we, can't, we can't just do it. It is what it is, but according to the Spirit. So it's now it's telling us there's an alternative 
since now you've been born again, you once were led by the flesh, now you're filled with the Spirit, and you should be, wa- you should be walking according to the Spirit. So for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. So it's made us free from the law of sin and death. We're now free from that. It was weak. It was weak because it had to work with weak human beings. But God sent his own son. He came to earth in a body of flesh, which could be tempted to sin as we in our bodies can be. So Jesus was tempted. We talked about this last week. He was tempted. He showed us how he was tempted. But he didn't take the bait. And so because his spirit lives on side of us and we are led by the spirit of God, we don't have to take the bait. By doing that, he took away the power of sin that, which it had over us. Nicole, Amen. And it says, in what way Jesus did for, did for us what the law said had to be done? We do, not have, we do not do what our sinful old selves tell us to do anymore. So pause right there. So what took place in salvation? We became new people. We took off the old dead clothes, all stinking nasty clothes, God began to do something different and a change began to take place. A transition began to take place. We were not the same. Now, if you were wearing things that were inappropriate then, now in your walk, you don't probably wear those things because you represent a different kingdom. You, re- you represent the most high. So now, naturally, you begin to shed off the old And spiritually, you begin to shed off the old. We are no longer our old selves. We don't curse, use profanity. We don't throw hands. The the old man is buried. And we, we took on a new self. Those who let their sinful old selves tell them what to do, live under the power of their old sinful selves. That means that a... You haven't been born again. If you're still living the way you used to, it's, it's something missing in that ingredient. You know how, like, when you bake a cake, you need an egg because it binds it together. It holds it from falling apart. Well, it's the same way. If you're still, if you're still walking in your own and you've accepted Christ and you are, there is no change that has taken place, there is something that needs to be done. And this is where we get to the renewing of the mind tonight. And we see that the flesh is going to cause you to rebel against God each time. Whether you think it or you feel it, it's going to cause you to rebel. It does not, you cannot control the flesh. We don't have power. We don't have natural power to control the flesh. That's why it's encouraging us and it's, it's a declaration to us to say you must be led by the Spirit of God. You must, the Spirit, you must feed the Spirit instead of the flesh. Now, if you feed the flesh carnal things, arguments, fights, profanity, 
lust and stuff, the things that you struggle with, it's going to cause that flesh to continue to grow. But if you starve that flesh of those things and you put the word of God on it, reading your word, praying, fasting, it causes that flesh not to lead you. And so our natural tendency is to, is to follow our flesh. The old man's natural weight was to follow the flesh. But when we became born again believers, filled with the Spirit of God, we should be led by the Holy Spirit. And we won't make excuses to be led. The more you sit up underneath the Word of God, the more you mature. The way you used to do things, like I stated, we, wore, we all wore pampers at one point. I'm quite sure there's no one on the line unless they're a little older and, you know, have issues, um, but you're not wearing any pampers or you're not sucking on any pacifiers. And, and I'm going to share this testimony. I sucked my finger for a long, long time until probably about five, six years ago when God said that, that's dysfunction. I used to bite my fingernails, and the Lord said, that's dysfunction. I grew out of that. The more and more I spent time with God, he began to show me that's not functioning. That's, that's, you, you should be maturing in me, not going backwards, but maturing. So how do we conduct ourselves when our feelings are responding to a circumstance? A condition in which something happens, a condition or a fact that affects a situation. How do you conduct yourself? Are you led by the spirit of God? Are you led by your flesh? Are you led by the voice of God? Are you led by the Holy Spirit saying, don't do that? I had to literally, my flesh was trying to tell me, oh, it's okay to help that person to do that. And I heard the voice of God say, no, I didn't tell you to do that. Now, if I had not been spending time with God, it would have been hard for me to to, to hear the voice of God because my flesh would have overpowered that. So we are going to see why it's important to be in your word, reading your word, studying your word, even the music we listen to how it has influence on our flesh, and, and, and it, it causes our flesh to begin to grow and rebel against God. And you say, well, I, I, didn't, I wasn't around anybody negative. I wasn't around anyone that, that spoke negativity. or I, I, I thought I could hear God, but just the simple things in the music we listen to. The word says we in this world, but we not of it. We, that means we, we can't be doing the stuff the world doing. I was listening to a song with my daughter, and I, I began to move too fast, and she said, okay, woman of God. She, she put me right in place. I write prophetess. And I said, uh-oh. She had to call me back. So we have to understand that the things of this world can, can, can come, it can cause us to be drawn back into the flesh, back into that carnal state, which is a mindset that rebels against God. And then next thing you know, when you're reading your word, you, you really want to get in your word. Your, your, your attitude, you say, Lord, I'm going to get in my word tonight. And next thing you know, you're falling asleep. 
Yeah, the, the enemy going to, he's, he's going to try you. Because he don't want you to put anything in you that's going to compare, that's going to cause you to rebel against him. That's going to put your foot on his neck. He don't want you to get in that position. He a boss that never wants you to, never wants you to outdo him. He won't always be in control. When he defeated already. Now he already got the, he already got the notice. He's fired. But we give over, we, we, allow our, 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 we allow our flesh to overrule us and overpower us to, to put him back in, in position. And we have to stop that. Our, that's our old man. But we are born-again believers. We're born again. We believe that Jesus died on the cross. We believe that he, he died on the cross for not just me but for our children. We believe that he rose again. And he took away the sting of death. So we're not punished for our sins. We believe that. We believe that every knee going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord. So it, it, it causes us to not lean, not lean, not be in our natural tendency okay. because now we're born again. We're Romans 8. Romans 8, how do you conduct yourself? How do you conduct yourself when your feelings are responding to a circumstance? Oh, I just become angry. Really? We're we're people we have either seen, heard, or been taught that we are to be sad, when something happens to make us sad, oh, I got to cry at this. I'll become happy. Oh, it's time to be happy. I'll become frustrated. We either seen it, heard it, or we've been taught that. And so that's a pattern of behavior that we have to unlearn. Because we are to be led, we are to be walking in the spirit, which is a balance. It's a balance. It's a balance. God did not call for us to be imbalanced. He didn't call for us to be all out of whack, emotionally unstable. He did not call for that. He, he, he declared that we should be, have good health. And that our soul prospers. He says that he wants us to prosper. So that means that we should be emotionally stable. So verses, John verses, uh, 3 John verses 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. There's three prosperity declarations in this, in this, in the, in what we just read. Now we know we made up of three, three parts, which is our spirit. We're spirit beings. Our soul. We possess a soul, and our body. We live in a physical body. So those three prosperity declarations include number one, we the prosperity of the spirit. We're born again believers. We've accepted salvation. And let's go to Romans 10, 9, and 13. Romans 10, 
the 10th chapter, verses 9 through 13. And I will read that from the, I'm going to read it from the New Life Version. Verses starting at verse 9. If you say with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved from the punishment of sin. When we believe in our hearts, the key word is believe. You can do all of that, but if you don't believe and you don't stand and believe, you, you don't trust that it was done, if you don't trust in your heart that we are made right with God, then you just, you're going to have to repeat that process all over again. You have to believe for this renewal of the mind to take place. When you believe in your heart, we are made right with God. We tell our, with our mouth how we were saved from the punishment of sin. That means now we have to verbally express. You know, sometimes you have to tell people you say, hey, my son just called me and he said a curse word. on so I said, hey, I'm, I'm saved. He said, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry. Then I have to check him on his salvation. Didn't you accept Jesus? So you, you, ver- you have to verbally express that you are saved now and that you have been saved from the punishment of sin. The holy writings say no one who puts his trust in Christ will ever be put to shame. We will never be made ashamed of. We will never be mocked. We will never be embarrassed. We will never be humiliated. We will never be condemned. We will never be, uh, we will never be embarrassed. We will never be showed up because we've accepted Jesus and we put our trust in him. There is no difference between the Jews and the people who are not Jews. They are all the same to the Lord. We were once dirty. We, were not, we are not Jews, but we are born again. There is no different from us. We are no different from them because we've accepted salvation. And he is Lord over all of them. He gives of his greatness to whom who call on him for help. So he, he gives of himself because, because we've accepted him, we believe in him, and now we can call on him. He's going to give of himself. For any time we're in need, any time we're in lack, any time we're hurting, any time we're in pain, any time, he will give of himself. Not you giving of yourself, not Maggie giving of herself. I don't have the strength. You don't have the strength. We don't have the capacity to do it. But because we accepted Christ, this is the benefits of our salvation. Amen. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, will be saved from the punishment of sin. As long as we continually call on the name of Jesus, realizing that our strength is in Jesus. As long as we continue to live this word out, like he says, live it out, we will be saved from the punishment of sin. That's a great thing. That's the, that's the, we, we prosper in our salvation. 
our spirit is prospering because we are, we now have a new life. Not attached to the dead dead man. Not attached to the the useless life that we came out of. See that life is useless. It gives us it, it has no value. Now we prosper. It says the, the second declaration is the prosperity of our soul. We're gonna hit on tonight this renewed mind. We gotta begin to reveal this to me today. The renewed mind, Romans 12, verses 1 through 2. And he began to show me how this mind, how our minds have to, they, it, it's, it's a renewal process that goes through all the time. So the Lord was showing me that this, in this challenge, it is a renewal process. It is a changing. We, we shouldn't be stuck the same. It's a, it's, a, it's a changing that takes place. We're no, it's a replacement that takes place. We replace the old mind, the old way we think, the old way we do things, the old way we react to things, the old way we respond to things, the old way we say things. We are, that, that mindset has now been replaced with this renewed mind. And so Romans 12, 1 through 2 says, Christian brothers, I ask you from my heart to give your bodies to God because of his loving kindness to us. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy to us, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and and proper worship. We should be daily going before the Lord, offering our bodies as a living sacrifice to him. Lord God, whatever is not like you that would separate me from you, I need, I sacrifice, I'm laying it on the altar today. I don't want that because you've given me a new way, and I desire to live in this newness that you give. Let your bodies be living and holy gifts given to God. Let your body, let my body be a living and holy gift given to God. So this new person who we've become, we should be offering this new person up to the Lord. That means the old man has to stay nailed to that. It it should not be getting up. We should be offering ourselves as a gift to God. He is pleased with this kind of gift. This is the true worship that you should give him. Do not act like the sinful people of the world. Now, we all saw the fight that happened in Birmingham. At first, the flesh laughed, the mindset of the flesh, because we, if, 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 if you allowed your mind to go there, it laughed. But do you think that was the right thing to do? One of my Facebook friends, she posted one. She posted one video, and she's a minister. She said there is one person that we should really be commending. He was pulling the people off from fighting. He was he was trying. This gentleman was trying to separate them from fighting. Now, if he's a born again believer, then he he showed that. 
because he did not get out there and want to fight and beat folks up, hitting people in the head with the chair. He was trying to bring peace to the situation. This is how we should, uh, we should be. We should not act like sinful people of the world. And if the mind is not constantly under, the, if our mindset is not under the word of God, it will be hard for us not to do that. Let God change your life. First of all, let him give you a new mind. A new mind? He going to give me a new mind? Yes, he gives us a new mind. Seeing and understanding and believing the word of God for our lives. This is what he gives us in this renewed mind. That we, we are able to see the word of God. I mean, we, we can physically see, see it beyond just the writing on the, on, on, the, on the pages. Now we're spiritually seeing it. Now we have a spiritual clarity with it. We are able to understand. And as we understand, we believe in the word of God. That is why it's so much unbelief in the house of God. Because we're not seeing it, we're not understanding it, and we're not believing it. The mind ain't being renewed. This should take place daily. If the Lord says it's raining outside, you go in your closet and you prepare, you put on your rain jacket, you get your umbrella, you, under, you, you, don't, you, you may not physically see it, but you, you know that he's revealing it to you spiritually. Okay, it's getting ready to rain, and I'm just using something natural. I understand what you're saying, Lord, and I believe your word. You're not going to go out not prepared. Y'all don't flip-flops. It's pouring down rain at lunchtime. You got on flip-flops. You're trying to go grab you something to eat. You get in the car. It's sunny. When you get ready to get out of the car, it's the parking lot two inches full of rain. You're just trusting you believe God. Seeing his word is life and health, full of promises, abundance, healing, and deliverance. When you see those pages, those words written on the pages of your Bible, you understand that it is not just written in black and white, but that is the voice of God, and it gives life and health. It is full of promises. It is full of abundance. It's full of healing and deliverance. You understand that his words are life and health, full of promises. Abundance, healing, and deliverance. You understand that? That, Lord, my mind is renewed. I'm no longer allowing my flesh to call me, cause me to rebel against you. But now I'm able to see and understand and believe and trust your word. So I'm able to, to live, in a life, live a life of health and promises and abundance and healing and deliverance. Believing his word is life and health, full of promises, abundance, healing, and deliverance. So what takes place in this renewal that Romans 12, 1 and 2 talks about? A replacement takes place. So now you're able to see and understand and believe the word of God for your life. And you understand that and you believe and you 
You see and you understand and you believe that it is full of life and health and full of promises and abundance, healing and deliverance, rather than through experience. So now, because the mind is renewed, you don't have to go through the experience to know that you heal from it. You don't have to go through the experience to know that you that you are that you you have abundance. You don't have to go through being. You don't have to physically go through the the experience of of that to know and to trust God is going to give you life. It's going to give you health. It's going to give you keep. You're going to be those promises He spoke. You're going to live to see those. You're going to walk in the abundance that he declares through his word. So it's a replacing of the old with the new. We all need a renewed mind, and we should be doing this daily. Lord, renew my mind so that I respond in this way. Lord God, that I am, I must be willing, we must be willing to allow him to change us. It's an option. He's not going to force his way on, in on you. He doesn't break in. He's a gentleman. You, you, you saw when the, the verse first opened, it says because of his loving kindness towards us, because of his loving kindness, he gives us a, to make his word, his voice, an option. To make, it a, to make a choice in the matter. And he's saying, if you just understood, if you just see what I'm saying, if you understand and you believe, then you would reap the benefits of this thing. The way we think so we can access everything he has for us. I asked God this week, I said, Lord, why does it seem like I'm not accessing what you have for Maggie? He said, your, your mind got to be renewed, Maggie. You can't go back and forth with seeing it one day and doubting it the next. Believing it one day, doubting it the next. Understanding it and being confused the next. We, we have to be emotionally stable. We cannot allow the old man to creep up and get back in and start walking again. The price Jesus paid for our salvation, our freedom from, from that sin and for that old man to be buried in the grave, we should never want, Maggie should never want that old Maggie to ever rise up again. So when we hear words like renew your mind by the washing of the word or renew your mind by the word of God, it means to replace the way of thinking, to replace the, the old way of thinking, the old way we did things, the old way we behaved, the old nature. You know, I, 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 could, I could do this. I could get you out of your mind. No, we, that, that mentality has been replaced. That heart ain't like that no more. That sinful heart that Jeremiah talks about in Jeremiah, he, we don't have that heart anymore because all of that has been, we've been, we've been, it's like we've, it's like they've gone in and taken all that 
corrupt. Like Jesus took all of the corrupted stuff. You know, like when you have heart replacement, they took out the old heart. Jesus gave us a new heart. The old blood was filtered out. Now we got his blood. The old way we used to think and do things are not the same anymore. But we do what the word of God instructs us to do now because of the new way of thinking, because of the renewal. And this is the key. This is the key to gaining authority over and controlling our emotions. This is the key. Having a renewed mind is the key to victory from having a re- getting over strongholds, emotional roller coasters, ups and downs, and living the best life available, having a life of peace with God and yourself. Are you, do you battle in your mind, in your mind with yourself? You fight yourself all the time? Do you fight others? Well, he came to give you peace. That's a benefit of you accepting him and you being born again. Now all you have to say, Lord, renew my mind. I need you to, I, wanna, I don't want to be up and down. I desire to have productive relationships. I desire to be at peace with you, God. I don't desire to be led by my flesh, which rebels against you and which is in opposition against you, God. But I, des- I desire to be at peace with you. I desire to have real joy and the ability to function. I wasn't functioning properly, sucking no finger. Imagine, how would you, if I was your boss and I got up there before you and I'm sucking my thumb, you're going to say that's some dysfunctional stuff. But because of the renewing of mine, and I'm telling you, my family had, I was grown and they was putting hot sauce on my thing. I was grown doing some other things, smearing my hand in cat and chicken poop and trying to just get in my mind to understand not to do that dysfunction anymore. You're not a baby. You're a grown woman. But it took a renewed mind. I had to say, Maggie, you're not the same. She's dead. That dysfunction is dead. God created me, and I was born again to be able to function, to have the ability to function now, not dysfunction. So the third pros- the prosperity declaration is the physical body. We have healing, wellness, and wholeness. Because now we understand that, our, our, that we must be born again. We must walk in this new life. Our mindset has to be renewed. So we're able to, I mean, we, we understand that in 1 Peter 2 and 24, it says, he personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree, as on the altar, and offered himself on, on it, that we might, that we might die Cease to exist to sin. We got to cease to exist to sin and live to righteousness. 
That means we got to live holy based on the word of God. I ain't talking about wearing just no long skirt and flipping it up in the back. I ain't talking about wearing just no, no three-piece suit and, 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 and being flirtatious and, and, and doing all kinds of mad and evil and just because you got on a suit and a long dress. But we're talking about a separation from sin, ceasing to exist to sin. And here's, here's the declaration. Here's the benefit. By his wound, you have been healed. Once we cease to sin and live to righteousness, our wounds have been already healed. We're able to live out that prosperity declaration of our physical bodies, having um, healing, wellness, and wholeness. Amen? This is the key. It ain't nothing complex. We got to study and apply the word of God. Be led by the spirit of God. Joshua 1 and 8. Control your thoughts. Don't give over, don't give in to self-defeating thoughts, word curses, and any form of negativity. I used to speak so many word curses. Words have power. If you don't know how to speak, ask God to change your verbiage. You're born again, you're new. So he gives you a new way of speaking. Not just profanity delivering you from that, but I'm saying speaking things that, calling things upon your children, calling things upon your coworkers, that, that is not good. Using the word of God out of context and using it and flipping it to try to hurt people and harm people, those are curses. I had to share that with someone last week, and I said, no, we're not doing that. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, you would, you would want somebody to have mercy. I ain't speaking that you reap what you sow. Yes, it's a true word. The, the, the word boomerangs. The, the word, we, we have to be very, very careful of when we do that because the word, it does return back. And so we, we don't want to be speaking negative. Our verbiage, our dialogue, all of that stuff should change. All of it. Be careful, and that's Second Corinthians 10 and 5. Be careful what you are feeding your mind. Proverbs 23 and 7. Romans 8, 5 and 6. What are you feeding your mind? I, I, I got a little meme off of a little meme off of Google. And where's the little joker? He was a It says, what are you feeding your mind? You feed your mind negative and toxic ways of thinking and if you feed in your mind curse words and perversion, and it's going to be hard to come up out of that. It's going to really be hard to come up out of that if that's all you feed yourself. If we ate McDonald's every day, we would gain a bunch of weight, be unhealthy, not have vitamins and nutrients in our blood, lacking certain nutrients. It's the same way spiritually. It says you become what you feed your mind. 
drama, bad news, negativity. But if you feed your mind the word of God, you become dis- it's going to teach you discipline. You're going to be able to achieve, and you're going to be able to live out and walk in prosperity like this word says. You're going to, be, you're going, you're going to speak truth. You're going to speak things. You're going to build up. You're not going to tear down. Unless the Lord tell you to, to go and tear it down with some, the Lord tell you to do something different, that's different. But we're talking about you just not going to just, just be speaking negative all the time and be the bearer of that. When everybody see you coming or see me coming, oh, Lord, here come bad news, Betty. Because that's all bad news Betty feed herself all day. She watches the housewives of Atlanta. That stuff is not productive. Seeing anybody fight, you got all this money in the world, and y'all still fighting? You can go get your hair and nails done every day without care concern. We don't never see the, the bills or any part of them parts of the show. But they got all this so-called what the world says is good, and they still in turmoil. It should let you know they're missing something very key and vital, and that's Jesus. It's important. So I I offer him to you tonight. If you have not been accepted Jesus based on what we just read in Romans 10 and 9 through 13, I offer you to him. I offer him to you tonight. Or if you have accepted him and you've been bad news, Betty, this week, or your mind ain't been renewed, you ain't living out the promises that he's spoken Whatever is causing you to rebel against him. All you have to say is, Lord, I realize that you died on the cross and you rose for me. You took all you took my sins to the grave and you rose and you 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 have given me a right to live a good life, a better life. And so I accept you today. I desire to have a renewed mind. I desire to have healing and wellness and wholeness in my physical body. And so, Lord God, I'm asking that you will walk with me daily. I'm asking that you will lead me daily. I'm asking that you will show me how to cease to sin, die to it daily, and live to righteousness and holiness so that I will be made well and whole, so that I will see you, Jesus, Now, if you said that, you acknowledge that he's your father, Jesus, then you are saved. I do encourage you to come to get in a Bible-based ministry where you can join us anytime at Cornerstone Deliverance Church, anytime the doors are open. And the good thing about this ministry, we open almost every day virtually, whether it's a live service, or if you get a recorded service where you can get the word of God so you can continue to feed your spirit, your soul, and your natural body. You can continue to feed it, the word of God, and you will not be living in the flesh. If you desire to find a ministry there, we will be praying for those 
that, they, that the Lord will send you in Bible-based ministry that's teaching the Word of God, teaching you that you are overcomer. But it's a daily change. Amen? At this time, we open up the there, – there's a couple of people on the line. We do open up the floor for any questions, any shares, any feedback. Amen, amen. Good evening, everyone. My name is um, Samantha, and I truly enjoyed this um, lesson, this teaching on tonight. And I know that, you know, in in this Christian walk, you know, this world is so dark and so evil, and so many are privileged or feel that they are privileged that we we have to, sometimes we have to step back and just pray for them. We have to pray for those people. Pray for, I mean, myself personally, I know just to just get ready to just step outside the door. You know, you have to put on that full armor of God. And not only that, you know, you, you have to, just like the prophet said, you have to have a renewed mind each and every day because you are going to, encounter someone that's going to test you. They're going to test your faith just to see if you tr- are you truly, truly a woman of God, a man of God. And in order for you to do that, you have to show them. You have to put that action, put it into action. Because if you're just speaking it and you ain't walking and talking it and doing it, they're going to question you. So I thank God for this, and I, I know that, you know, our feelings, our emotions sometimes with some people, it, it takes control over them, and they forget, they forget that they have to be believers at all times because there's always eyes watching you. So go out. when I go out, I, I have to remind myself, you know, you're a child of God. You know, there's nothing Nothing is going to come between me and my God and my faith. And I, I just, I walk away before I allow myself to get to the point where I have to go and pick up the old me. So that's why I, I thank God for the renewing of the mind because the old things are going away. And this is the new me. And I, I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward. So I thank God for this teaching on tonight, and I thank you, Prophetess. Amen. Amen, Sister Samantha. Amen. Thank you for that awesome share. And what you just said, not picking up the old you. Amen. That that is that was very very powerful. We can't be willing to just lay our new new lay our new uh, selves down to pick up that old. That's like going backwards. You don't got out the shower and you're putting on dirty clothes that you don't clean the yard in. And you're getting in your clean bed. We don't want to go backwards. Amen. I was so powerful what you just said. It, it, we have to, so it, it's, 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 this thing has to be intentional. We have to know that, it, that we got to be purpose driven with it. We just, we just it, it's, a, it's a requirement. And what she said was very, very true. We are sometimes, we are the only Bible, 
whether we believe it or not, we are the only Bible that some people see. And some people see, some people hear. And so we want to make sure that we are, the image they are, that we are illustrating, the image that we are showing is what the Word of God is requiring us to be doing. We, 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 have, to, we have to make sure that we are separate. It says ceasing to sin, dying to it, ceasing for it to exist. That means you cannot feed it. Because if you feed it, it's going to keep living, eating, living, and growing. But if you put the word of God on it, you put your prayer time on it, you put spending time with the Lord, it will not grow. It's going to cause, it's going to cause, a, it's going to cause that thing to wither up and it, you cannot give it in, you cannot give this mindset any time to, to have an option to go back. To say, oh, I'm going to miss my word today. Because if you just said luck, like she said, you, you're not getting that time in, not putting that whole armor on, go outside, and then it'll be Royal Rumble 3. And it's possible because we know what, what type of world we live in at this moment. So we want to make sure we are renewing our minds. Are, are there any additional shares, Sister Nicole? Uh, no, Maggie, I didn't have a a share, but I do have a prayer request for my grandson, Roman, who is not feeling well. He just started pre-K at this learning center, and now he doesn't feel good. He came home with a fever today, so. I, okay, well, we're going to pray for Roman. Yeah, he doesn't feel well today. And he probably won't go in tomorrow. But um, his fever did break, though. He was over 100 earlier today, and now he's down to 98-something. It's been slowly going down. I hadn't checked it again um, over an hour ago. But, yeah, my grandson does not feel well. So if you could just lift him up in prayer for healing, that he feels better and gets his appetite back and his energy back. Amen. Well, we're going to pray for him. Um, are there any other prayer requests or comments? Or All right. Well, we're going to pray for him uh, along with, he, with the, the Lord covering the children in school because we know that's a, a little magnet for um, bugs and stuff, and, and our children do have to go. So we're going to just pray right now. Um, I do ask that you all join us. We do have Bible study tomorrow night here on the line at 8 p.m. for a discipleship class, Um, Apostles in. We started at the beginning in Genesis, and we're just going slowly down in the Word of God as we are discipled through the 66 books. Amen. Um, Along with Friday night, we have uh, Plunge into Faith at 8 p.m. And back here Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. for Sunday school. You can also view any of the services online at cornerstonedeliverancechurch.com. And it has the the uploaded videos uh, as well as 
um, any of the upcoming services. As, and if you would like to give tonight, you're able to give it to CSDC12, dollar sign CSDC12, that's the cash app. You're also able to go and give through Zelle at cornerstonedeliveransechurch at gmail.com. Also go on the website or download the app in your app store or your Play Store, uh, Cornerstone Deliverance Church, and there is a uh, daily devotionals that come out along with the website is attached and um, walk through the word with a Bible plan if you decide if you would like to do that. So if there's nothing else said, we're going to pray for little Roman that the Lord will, we are believing, we're, we, we, we see in the word and we understand the word and we're going to believe the word tonight for him. The word says, we see it, that we just read the scripture, by his stripes, Roman is healed. We believe, mm-hmm. we understand the word, and we believe that Roman is going to have long life, health, he will live out the promises of God, he will have abundance, healing, and deliverance in his life. We believe that over this baby. So let us go before the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we come before you. We declare and decree your fullness of health over Roman right now, Lord God. We cancel every assignment of sickness, infirmity, disease, malfunction. We cancel it right now, Lord God. We pray and we declare healing is his portion right now. Lord God, we believe your word and we're standing on your word that this baby's body will operate in the perfect perfect function that you created it to operate in. And so, Lord God, we stand aligned with your word tonight, Lord. It says, by your stripes, Roman is healed. Lord God, we know that you are God that could not ever lie. So we stand believing you tonight, Lord God. We don't question you. We don't doubt you. We stand believing tonight that he is perfectly aligned with the word of God. Lord God, his mind is aligned. He has a renewed mind in you tonight, Lord God. His will is aligned. His emotions are aligned. And his body is aligned in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord God, we thank you right now for the good long life and the extension of days that this child will see and days, months, and years, Lord God. We declare right now, Lord God, that that fever, we call it off of this assignment, that fever is broken. It will not return. And we believe and we trust you right now, Lord God, that he will be up and running and enjoying life as a child. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for the increased health and strength. Now, I pray for his grandparents and his parents that you give them a renewed mind tonight, that you, that you renew their mind, Lord God. And if they don't know you, Lord God, that they will accept you tonight, Lord God, that you will give them strength in their bodies, Lord God, to even deal with Roman as he is strengthened in you tonight, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that if they don't know you, Lord God, that they will accept you and they will be born again this night, Lord God, and you will renew their mind, giving them healing, wellness, and wholeness in your son Jesus' name. We believe it and we stand on it tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord God, we ask that you will keep us as we leave off this line. 
Lord God, we thank you for having a, that, that we know the key to the strongholds, the emotional roller coasters, the ups and downs, the feelings everywhere, the emotions everywhere. We know the key to it, and that is a renewed mind. So we thank you for renewing our mind throughout this Bible study, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for giving us the key to living the best life available. We thank you tonight, Lord God, that we have a life of peace. We declare it and decree it. We have a, a life that is, that is full of peace with you, God, ourselves, and others, Lord God. We have productive relationships, friendships, connections. We thank you tonight, Lord God. And we have the ability to function, and dysfunction is off of its assignment. We thank you tonight, Lord God, and we give your name the glory and the praise. We thank you, Lord God, your word says that we may prosper in every way in our body and that we may prosper in our soul and in our spirit. We thank you tonight, Lord God, for the prosperity over our lives in us and through us. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. And honor to your name. Yes, Lord God. We either pray that prayer for healing and deliverance and keeping our children safe from these germs, keeping us safe from these germs and bugs and viruses. Lord God, we thank you for the healing that rests upon our homes tonight, Lord God. And we know and we just stand on you tonight, Lord God. We stand on your word tonight. We, we're, not being moved, we're not being moved or persuaded or, or we're not seeing nothing else but the word. We see, we understand, and we believe the word of God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah. So we ask that you Thank join you. us back next week. We will be in week three. We will be in lesson three. I'm sorry, week four, but lesson uh, three. And we are actually getting ready to get into something else. Let's go. What is it? We're going to be going. I get so excited. Thinking. Amen. And don't think that I'm not going. I, I get the word first. So the Lord is really dealing with my heart, dealing with my mindset, and he is doing a new thing in me. So I thank God for him, the renewal. And I'm just privileged to just be able to come and, and speak what he's, he's doing, he, how he wants to bless his people. Amen. So our next lesson three will be on thinking, our thoughts, ideas, and our views. Amen. Awesome. So, yeah. amen. So I'll release the notes. If I don't have your email, send me your email. You can text me at 912-503-0123, and you can text me, and I will send you out the um, email notes for tonight, and you can just compare them with the notes that you took this evening. And if you don't have last week's and the first week's notes, I can send them as well. Agape love. Bless you. Bye.